Hi, and welcome to The Real World with Dama and Dora. Um, the Real World is an hour-long adventure through film, um, where we just UBC Film Society's radio show where we just try to connect with film and camp, or campus organizations. It's really fun. It's really chill. Um, we'd like to acknowledge that we are broadcasting live from unceded Musqueam and Coast Salish territory here on UBC campus. Um, today we are joined by Michael. Hello. Hi, Michael has been <laughs> joining us like every week for the past few weeks. It's been dope. We're very excited about it. Dope. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a volunteer with the productions department of Film Society, so we're really excited to be having him here and, and being a part of the club. Beautiful segue. Um, this weekend on Sunday, um, we are having our master workshop. We're just gonna go through all of the workshops in case all you miss them. them. It'll be really fun. We're going to be, like, making a little trailer movie thing. So, yeah, it'll be great. Um, today, we're going to be talking about Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. I kind of wanted to do Tom Cruise because I've never seen Top Gun, and I was like, this will force me to watch Top Gun. Then and then I watch didn't watch too. Top Gun. You watched it? No. I oh, okay. I haven't seen Top Gun. I'm not buying into it. <laughs> yeah, but I don't I'm want to. I'm looking at his IMDb thing. Apparently, there's a Top Gun, too. Really? Oh, wow. I bet it's as good as the first one, <laughs> if not better. <laughs> Um, but this week I watched Cocktails. Okay. So going straight into it? Yeah, let's do it. Do it. Um, Talk about Cocktails. I will. I freaking hated that movie. It was okay. so bad. Tell me what it's about first, Dora. I haven't seen Cocktails. Um, don't watch it. It's about, um, Tom Cruise. <laughs> he goes to, he, like, comes back from the war. We don't know what war, but he comes back from it's service. the war? Yeah, just, like, okay. being in the army. Um, he comes back to Queens, to his Uncle Pat's bar, and he's, like, really unimpressed with it. He's like, I want to make a lot of money. Like, I want to be really rich. I want to be famous, which is, like, good for you. You have goals. I'm proud of you, Tom. And then he moves to New York City and goes and works in this, like, not super dope pub, um, but, like, apparently the other bartender's, like, a genius bartender. Like, who knew? Not me. And, like, Tom Cruise is a little protege, and... They, like, get, like, kind of spotted. What's that word? Scouted. Like, people okay. at b- basketball games. Mm-hmm. Like, people scout them and then yeah. grab them. But for bartending. But for bartending? <laughs> and they keep being like, you have such talent. Like, you're so talented. Like, at mixing what? drinks. Like, I could make, like, no, I wouldn't be good. Like, practice obviously makes perfect. But, like, they aren't talented bartenders. Like, they aren't making up their own drinks or anything. They literally, all they do is, like, throw bottles around. And people are like, you're so talented. It's like <laughs> I think that's pretty talented. When I'm at a club, I, that's like a $10 tip for me. <laughs> that's oh, my goodness. Excessive. But that, that's if I've had a lot of alcohol. But it's also, <laughs> yeah, but it's not like a, like... You don't scout bartenders for their yeah, bottle throwing abilities. Just it's some weird. guy in the club with a clipboard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. He flipped that bottle so good. Oh, the technique. It's insane. <laughs> um, and, like, it was, it's so bad because also Tom Cruise is, like, in school. It actually um, was filmed in Toronto, which was cool. Mm. Um, it was fun seeing spaces that I know. Um, but Tom Cruise is, like, learning how to become, like, the world's best bartender, and, like, all of a sudden there's, like, tension between him and the man who taught him. I mean... Apparently. No, because Tom Cruise has won it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> no more competition. Um, And he's, like, in a business school, like, trying to become a millionaire, and it's, like, so... Standard. Yeah, <laughs> duh. He's, like, so... It's... The hyper-masculinity is palpable like the first like 15 minutes you're like i'm done like i can't like i don't know if i can deal with this there's like the the treatment of women is embarrassing like i don't know what tom was thinking it's incredible and then i also watched rain man i watched rain Rain man really good movie i like rain Man. i think of it as a dustin hoffman movie yeah no dustin hoffman but tom cruise is okay in it (laughs) i guess he just he had to be there yeah Truly. Yeah, I feel like Tom just, like, needs to be in certain movies, and then it just it just happens. It's just like And that. now he can make Mission Impossible 6 and make $20 million. Stop get a percentage. the Mission Impossible. The Stop team. it. Okay, so do you want to talk about Rain Man, or do we want to... Oh, well, I'll first? pass the torch on to ye. Perfect. My fellow. So, Rain Man is a fantastic movie. It's about um, this 
guy, Tom Cruise. <laughs> His name is Charlie Babbitt. <laughs> and he's like this Lamborghini salesman person. I'm not sure exactly what goes on, but he's super stressed about life because he's making all this money selling cars, but he, he needs to make sure that he's selling the cars. He The whole, like first few minutes of the movie is him being stressed about selling cars so that's a thing um but then like his dad dies and leaves all of his inheritance to this like random guy called raymond and he's like i don't even know this guy turns out he has an older brother called raymond who has like severe autism and has been like institutionalized for most of his life and he basically just goes to find Raymond because he wants his inheritance because he just he wants to be rich. I'm seeing I'm seeing a pattern here. Why does Tom Cruise always want to be rich in his movies? It starts with cocktails, wanting to be rich and famous as a bartender. And then it ends with him in Tropic Thunder where he is rich. <laughs> it <laughs> all circle. makes sense now. It all makes sense. It really all of that's the only character he can play. <laughs> just a rich wanting to be rich guy? Either wanting to be rich, rich or, or wanting, rich. Yeah. Um, I would say that all of Tom Cruise's filmography is just, like, an actual biography of Tom Cruise's life. Oh. But we just had no idea the whole time. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's amazing. Just a fan <laughs> theory. Um, so, yeah, like, he needs to move Raymond from the center or whatever to, like, get money. Because he needs to, like, get, gain custody over his brother to legally be able to have the money. But it just takes forever to move this man around because he has all of these, like, routines and kind of ticks that he, like, sticks to because of his autism. And then it's like, how are we going to make it happen? And all this time, he's still being stressed out about selling cars. So, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful movie because throughout, you kind of see the two brothers, like, getting together. And then, like, Charlie which is Tom Cruise's character, like, starts remembering that there was someone in his childhood that he called the Rain Man. And it's like, ooh, the Rain Man. Who's that? Like, Rain Man? Raymond? What? What? Yeah, he actually remembers having an older brother, but it's just this, like, figure in his life that he never knew about. And they kind of grow closer, and I'm not going to say what happens at the end, but I think it's, like... A fantastic movie, like we said before, like Dustin Hoffman steals it. Yes, definitely. Tom Cruise is there. Tom Cruise is is an important character. He is the main character, but it's Dustin Hoffman's movie. He just plays um, Raymond so fantastically. Like, yeah, there's one specific scene that it's like always in my mind when, for some reason, Charlie leaves Raymond alone and Raymond's like crossing the street because there's a sign that says walk or there's a light that says walk. And then when he's halfway through, the light changes and it says like, don't walk. And he just stops in the middle and he just looks so confused. And, and I was like, whoa, yeah, and so then, afraid, so, so, so afraid. Dustin Hoffman is fantastic in this movie. I thought it was like a very good performance did, on his part. Did he win an Academy Award for this? Hmm. I'm sure he, I'm sure he was nominated. Best actor in leading role, um, film one. Nice. For Oscars. Yeah. Oh, wow. For Dustin Hoffman. Awesome. Yeah. No, it was, was definitely, really definitely deserved. He was amazing in that film. Yeah. So that that was a good thing. If you look that. at like Tom Cruise's like filmography, his old films were so much better than his new ones, though. <laughs> Starting with Mission Impossible, it all went downhill. Yeah, honestly. Because, like, well, he's in War of the Worlds. That, 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 I haven't I, seen War of the Worlds. I thought that was a With good Emily Blunt? War of the Worlds? No, that's that's the Steven Spielberg one. Have you think of Edge of Tomorrow, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> there we go. Edge of Tomorrow was good. Tell us about that. Well, I can't remember it, but <laughs> <laughs> it was good though. Yeah, it's I pretty good. It's like it's like they keep going back in time. It's like he has like something. One of the demons or whatever that they're fighting against is uh, he. I think he didn't he kill it, and then the yeah, like got it, it got it. He got some like special demon's blood on him, and so like and the p- purpose of like this thing is like every time it dies, it goes back in time, so it could like relearn. So like it learns like its mistake, and so that they, the humans. Why are would they never fighting win. demons? Oh, what? they're like aliens. Uh, Who knows? Okay, yeah. so it's that's Earth. like honestly like such a minor part of the movie. It's insane. So but it's Earth fighting against aliens, and then he gets blood yeah, on go. him. A soldier fighting aliens gets to relive the same day over and over again. The day restarting it's like every Groundhog time he dies. Day. 
it's like a Groundhog Day, Groundhog but with, Day. <laughs> with aliens. Yeah, except he has to go to war every day. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. That sounds like something I should watch. Do it. <laughs> actually, actually I, I would watch that one. Yeah, I liked it more than I thought I would, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I only okay. went because like my brother forced me into the car to go. So I have, like, <laughs> get in this car to go. <laughs> get in this smart car right now. <laughs> So that's that's the only reason I'm not I'm not a Tom Cruise fan. By yeah, that's the so. thing. Like I feel like I'm really unfair towards Tom Cruise because I just don't like action movies. Like I can't get behind just oh, like, action movies I in don't, general. I don't think that's unfair. I think he's a bad actor. <laughs> I don't think he's very talented. Except at what he for does. in Tropic Thunder. Yeah, I mean that yeah. performance is above and beyond. I, okay, uh, do you want to talk about Tropic Thunder? Let's talk about well, Tropic just Thunder. Like, okay, well, I like one. one I, what interested me was that it was a movie about the making of a movie. Okay, so I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So I'll go see this. I watch it. It's very inappropriate. Can't say any quotes. <laughs> but I uh, like the fact that it's like a big budget film about a, like Vietnam War, the Vietnam War, and that the actors are these prima donnas and that the director can't do, like, can't control them at all. And so they decide to shoot it gorilla style in the jungle set up cameras all over the jungle and have the characters live in the jungle on their own and actually like kind of pretend like they're actually in the war and then it turns out like tug speedman ends up who's ben stiller's character he ends up thinking that like it's all fake and like the director stepping on a landmine he didn't actually blow up and he actually did (laughs) and and so he he's still in his character and everyone else thinks it's kind of fishy and he ends up getting taken in by some like drug lords, and then the rest of the group has to go save them. And it's so fun. And they win Academy Awards because of it. <laughs> it's uh, one of the best. And movies. Les Grossman has to deal with terrorists, and he does it in the best way. Okay, so hell yeah! After hearing that retelling, I think I have finished seeing Tropic Thunder, or at least I got like three fourths of the way through it. Uh, when we first started talking about this before the show, I was just like. I know that I've seen part of Tropic Thunder, but I thought I had only seen, like, the first 10 minutes because I remember distinctly that someone tried to put that on in high school. Like, during my English class, they just convinced my English teacher that it was a good idea. And obviously, 10 minutes into the movie, they had dropped, like, so many bad words. Then my teacher's like, this is inappropriate. (laughs) She just took it down, which is totally fair on her part. But, yeah, I just figured I had never seen it past the 10 minutes that i watched there but yeah i'm starting to i'm starting to remember and recall different things about it it Um, is a fantastic film it's so good everyone loves that movie it's hard to not like robert downey jr in that is (laughs) so good (laughs) i know who i am i'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude oh my god it's so good Everything about that film, and it, like, I was talking to my friend about Tom Cruise um, earlier, mm. like, in my life, because I just mentioned that we were talking about him today, and they were like, Tom Cruise only does Tom Cruise movies. Like, mm. that's, like, Tom he Cruise. his own genre. Yeah, which is, like, so insane, um, but whenever he does something that's, like, not necessarily, like, in his normal, like, um, like Tropic Thunder, like Rain Man, like, he's, like, pretty good. Yeah. He actually, he has talent. He just doesn't know what to pick. Yeah. And, but and also they don't make as so much money. Like yeah. he is, he decided, I want to be as rich as possible, and, and that shows in the filmography. Yeah, he, he did. It. Always trying to be rich. He made it. And also the fact, uh, like the fact that you can't even like I didn't even know that was Tom Cruise, like when I watched that movie. Yeah, huh. no. Like I think that's a big thing. I think he needs to have his face on the big screen. You need to be able to know that it's him. He definitely, he doesn't, like, work with other people. Other people work with Tom Cruise. Like, he is the star of the movie. Tom Cruise's world. Everyone's just living in it. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah. That's fantastic. Is that that what they preach in Scientology? Is that, like... Oh, my God. He's in the Church of Scientology. I don't even understand what Scientology is. Oh, my God. I totally forgot. The Wikipedia page did a poor job explaining it. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's a thing. The way I understand it is just, like, kind of, like, a weird Hollywood cult that's like <laughs> you have to be rich and you have to be living in Hollywood. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, and it like it basically just like teaches you and like preaches like almost like selfishness. I think like well, why like, is it called Scientology? Is there any science in it? It's like the scientific the science of being rich. Yeah. What? Who knows? Okay. Um. 
do we want to play some songs while I read up on Scientology so I can talk about this? Uh, sure. What is Scientology? What is Scientology? Most, most asked question on this website. <laughs> um, and you, listeners, can enjoy the dulcet tones that is Scientology when you've researched it as well. Um, we're going to be playing Wild Rose by Candetta Farm off of their album Dizem. And followed by Rude Dude by Jock Tears, who actually won Shindig on Tuesday, which was really freaking rad. Woo! Um, and then after these two songs, we're going to be playing a couple community messages, so stay tuned. Um, and yeah, enjoy. It was not spring, it was not winter Wasn't master, wasn't slave Hands out, getting wet Heading north to find the sun again I had no hold on my belongings I had no roots inside the earth Looking everywhere for freedom Take it and it kind of work
powerful motivational speeches that I have ever heard came from people who told me I couldn't do something. <laughs> you know why? Because when they told me I couldn't do it, I was bound and determined to show them that I could. All Access Pass is back for season two. We are a collectively run weekly program that discusses equity, inclusion, and accessibility issues on and off UBC's campus, including both visible and invisible disabilities. Anyone can get involved. No experience is necessary. People of all abilities are welcome to join. Check us out on Facebook at All Access Pass or get involved by emailing accessibilitycollective at citr.ca. Discorder, that free magazine from CITR, has been documenting the best in music, arts, and culture since 1983. Let's see what one man over stage has to say about Discorder. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Dogg, and I fucks with Discorder magazine. How about that? <laughs> Smokey every day. Pick up a copy around Vancouver or f*** with Discorder online at discorder.ca. Hi, and welcome back to It's Discord. the biggest musical competition in the country. M, um, we are listening to The Real World with Dama and Dora. And Michael is joining us. Yes. I am. So Still here. Over the last 26 minutes, we were just talking about Tom Cruise. We talked about Rain Man and how... It's not really a Tom Cruise movie. It's a Dustin Hoffman movie. But that's okay because Tom Cruise is in it. Boom. So he was spreading his wings, exploring other horizons. Making and lots of money. <laughs> I think I'm oh just yeah. going to keep saying Two that. Two words, one stone. Um, we also, we just played um, Rude Dude by Jock Tears, who won the um, Shindig Night 3 on Tuesday, which was Very cool. exciting. And then we played Wild Rose by Candela Farm off their album Dizium. Um, and also, I just realized we forgot to, I forgot to say, um, we opened the show with Big Hoagie by S. Lord Efferman um, off their EP, Wild Hogs, The Next Generation. If you don't know what S. Lord Efferman, like, really stands for, search check, it. Yeah, look it up. Find, check out CITR on Facebook because it's there and it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, we, while those songs were playing, we decided we needed to know what Scientology was because none of us actually knew. And we're and doing a Tom Cruise website episode. Scientology did a poor job telling us. Okay. Oh, yeah. they're as vague as possible, I'm it's sure. It's very, very vague. So we dug in to Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> and Wikipedia level. gave us answers. So, Dora, did you want to tell us? <laughs> a little overview that you gave us before. I'd be honored. Um, for those of you who like don't know, if you don't know, I don't know what you've been doing. Um, but Tom Cruise is like a pretty heavy hitter in Scientology. Um, it's like his whole thing. Um, this is life. Truly. Um, so Scientology, basically, there are there are eight like dynamics, and that's like what you follow. Like it's like kind of like your Ten Commandments or whatever. And the top three are survival of the self, which is like. Oh, like you just want me to be like selfish and like self-sufficient, like cool, that's awesome, thank you. Um, and then the second one is sex, and then the third one is um, survival of the self through group, which is like, like I don't know, the priorities are just very individualized, which hang, is like cool. Hang out with other rich people. Yeah, much. that's what it is, and you have to test to get in. You like, I think what most shocks me is that there's a test to get in, like. Um, I totally you respect this. You have to hand this. in your net worth. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what it is. Give them your tax returns. <laughs> Terrible. Donald can't join. <laughs> Terrible. No, I'm just like, it, I don't really understand why a religion would like close people off, I guess, with a test. Well, it's not like a, it's not like a math test or something. Like, it's like a stress <laughs> test. You have to take a, st yeah. a stress test so that they know. If you can handle the stress. Yeah, how stressed you are. I think it's goodness. supposed to be like, I think it's like kind of. Loki, I think it's a test that's like, how much of a diva are you? <laughs> like, <laughs> let me know. And Tom Cruise scored through the roof. Like, too great. much of a diva? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought you weren't supposed to be a diva in Scientology. Or are you? No, is the point like, that you're a diva? That's, 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 number, that's number one. That's rule one. Yeah. Okay. Survival of the self. 
Boom. Okay. Okay. That's fair enough. You might well, as well have made that the first two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I respect I respect that even though I still don't understand it. I took I took a full two songs to look through the internet to the try internet. and understand Scientology, and I still don't understand. I it. don't think anyone really understands but, you know, it. Yeah, power no. to you, Scientologists. I well, just I would know. say power to Tom Cruise. Like I think it's like kind of a weird religion that like John Travolta is really involved in. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes it so much better. Well, I don't know if I would say better. John Travolta's <laughs> a little nuts. Um, <laughs> That's why it's so good. But I think it's like pretty cool that this religion came up and like now there are these people who like didn't really align themselves with like anything and now they can be like this is my religion like Scientology and like it was kind of created for like literal divas Mm -hmm. like I think that's insane and I'm like proud of like good for them for getting into it yeah banding together yeah (laughs) banding together as divas nice yeah but yeah uh Michael actually watched Tropic Thunder I didn't didn't watch it you didn't watch it? No, I just know it because it's the greatest. You've seen it so many times. Oh, so you haven't in the past watched it. I've watched it. So <laughs> I've watched it many times. So you did watch Tropic Thunder. I yeah, am well, not I'm not going to count like way back when. But, uh, but that's okay because we want to talk about Tropic Thunder beyond oh. just what it's about. So let's talk about Tom Cruise. Because I didn't Tropic know. I didn't even know he was in it until I saw. Yeah, the you can't tell because the makeup is just because so he good. has so much hair on his body. <laughs> <laughs> and as everyone knows, Tom Cruise gets waxed daily. <laughs> His entire body is just I, I would, stripped. <laughs> that does that would not surprise me. To be no, me neither. <laughs> Talk about survival of the self. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. So tell me more about hot. his character. Like, why is he so unrecognizable other than the body hair? Why does he have so much body hair? These are important questions, Michael. I don't know. Probably. Uh, I don't know. That's part of his character, I guess. He's just like some big, hairy, rich guy, and he's a dick, and it's just hilarious. And just is that bad? No. <laughs> um, but he is a very like I don't know. He's just really loud and outspoken person, and that just adds to the character. It's or adds to the, adds to the film. Well, I think it's like kind of interesting how he was like kind of stereotyped in that movie. Um, I noticed it in cocktail too like just balding old hairy men are like where the wealth is like it's just, yeah. like a really weird dynamic um but we drinking did, diet coke <laughs> drinking That's diet coke we did Dami and i did an episode um oh like in february or something about um jewish representation in film okay yeah and the woman who was on the show with us um is like a pretty active member of the jewish community and she was like i hate Tropic Thunder because like it's so like like the stereotypical like big kind of old hairy Jewish guy who's like greedy and like aggressive which was like weird I don't know it's just a film though don't take it too literal I I think like I guess it's quote-unquote okay in Tropic Thunder because Tropic Thunder is just like making fun of everything so at some point like if it's not trying to be taken as a like literal representation of these things but i do i do see that this same representation of like the greedy jewish balding hairy old guy is in more than just like comedy stuff yeah and it can like end up being problematic because then it's just like movies a part of culture and people like learn about the world through the type of culture that they're absorbing i guess so i don't know i can see like why um why that woman was like upset at it but like Tropic Thunder is just making fun of everything like every yeah. every single character on that movie is being made fun of at all points so it's like and it's comedy comedy kind of does that it pushes those boundaries like that's what comedy is mm-hmm. so I don't know you just kind of can't really take it to comedy too seriously yeah. you just kind of have to laugh at laugh at it yeah hopefully much like tom cruise you can't really take him (laughs) too seriously or you just end up getting hurt what a segue my god (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry that was incredible no i'm so impressed (laughs) thank you i i thought that through for a whole half a second before i said good yeah you can really tell it yeah thank you i try really hard (laughs) um but yeah i think just bringing this back to Tom Cruise. Um, it's been a while since I watched Traffic Thunder, so I can't really talk about him there. But why, Dama, do you not watch Tom Cruise movies? <laughs> I don't know, Dama, why? <laughs> well, I can tell you. I really, like, 
I think the problem with me isn't Tom Cruise. It's just action movies. It's like, I've spoken, I think I've spoken on the show before, about my irrational hatred for The Rock. Because he's just always in the same character. He's always the same character in the same movies. And he just annoys me. Just his face. I just don't want to see it. And I feel like that's kind of what I get with Tom Cruise. So, like, he's in Mission Impossible. And Mission Impossible 2. Like, all the Mission Impossible. I just, I just continuously link him back to Mission Impossible and just action movies in general. And I just can't get behind that. I'm like, it's always explosions and then Tom Cruise saving the day. It's definitely the same stuff. And sometimes there's spy stuff. When there's spy stuff, they're trying to be scientific because, look, it's technology, so that's cool. And then, I don't know, it's always kind of the same thing. And I just can't get behind action movies. So I just end up relating any person that continuously appears in action movies to my hatred for action movies. There's a lot of hate happening I know, here. I know. Um I don't I would think that Tom Cruise like has his own genre of action movie though. <laughs> like it's like the worst kind. Well it's like an action movie that like also like has like technology or whatever. Like it's like what was that movie he was in where like the police like stop crimes before they happen? We'll figure it out. It'll happen. Um, <laughs> but, like, that movie was, like, actually pretty good. And then they realized, like, that was really good and that made a lot of money. Let's just make a lot of really bad ones of those. <laughs> so it is, like, pretty, like, tech-heavy, um, spy-y, but, like, still, like, gritty and, like, accessible. Um, and, like, uh, about Tom Cruise. Like, <laughs> Tom Cruise is, like, doing his thing, living his life. Like, it, it is... Tom Cruise. People do it for Tom Cruise. The thing I hate about those action films always makes me jealous about the technology they have. Oh, yeah. It's so unrealistic, but it's so cool. Yeah, I, I, like, really wish that I could have all of that technology, but I can't. So maybe... Tom Cruise gets to use it. Minority Report. Oh, that was the name of the movie that I was thinking of. Hey, that's... Isn't that Steven Spielberg? Oh, maybe. Hey, you know, put him with Steven Steven Spielberg and you get a good film. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a huge fan of Steven Spielberg. Yeah, it is Steven Spielberg. Why? That's a topic for another day. Yes, sure. Um, but yeah, just like that's why I don't watch Tom Cruise movies <laughs> because I don't, I don't like the genre it's in general. You, you've seen everything over and over again. Yeah, that's, I think that's the thing. Like he doesn't do new stuff. You see one thing and then it's just like the. But remakes. his salary keeps going up. Oh, <laughs> how many wow. times have I brought up his salary? Not enough. Not enough. Um, I always forget he was in Eyes Wide Shut. Which I thought, which was one of my favorite movies for a okay, really long time. Okay, tell me about Eyes Wide Shut. I um, haven't seen it. It's a wacky film. Um, it's a Kubrick movie um, with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. What? And they're like a really wealthy couple in New York um, who aren't like happily married, but like love each other at the same time. Like it's a weird relationship. Um, and I kind of, I forget what Nicole Kidman's character's kind of story arc is, but Tom Cruise like goes to this like cult like sex orgy thing and like hangs out there and then they're like you don't belong here like you weren't invited here like get out um and like him kind of being like i thought i was a hot shot but like i'm not as big of a hot shot as i was but like in a kubrick-esque literally kubrick's way like it's insane and it's gorgeous it's one of those beautiful movies i've ever seen um and it's really, really cool. It's really cool. Okay, that's that that sold the movie to me. I guess I will be watching a Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, like he I mean, we said it earlier, he has like everyone I mean, we keep saying he only has like one movie, he makes action movies, blah blah blah. But he has lots of anomalies. Yeah. To the he, point where it's not really an anomaly anymore. Yeah, and he's quite good in them. Um, like um what no a few good men. That's a pretty good movie. Like, that's pretty solid. I wonder, though, if the reason he doesn't have it is just that those movies aren't being offered to him. Oh, I'm sure he's I'm sure, terrible to work with. Because I, well, yeah, probably. But also the fact that, like, like the offers that he's obviously getting, like, $20 million for to do Mission Impossible 6 or whatever. I just wonder what he, what actually they're, they're offering him. Like, who's going to No, yeah, I him. feel, I think I see your point. Like, people have seen him in Mission Impossible 1 through 6, so people are just constantly linking him back to those movies much like me with my hatred for those movies 
I'm just always, like, linking him back to it. So, I don't know. I would see why casting people would only go to him for those types of movies. So, yeah, I guess... And they sell tickets, too. That's and they, they make a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. But I think most of it's that he's really hard to work with. Like, people... Because he hasn't made, like, a good... Like, a, a serious movie in a really, really long time. Like, he keeps making these movies because they're the most... We associate, I would say that we associate that, him with them because they're what he's been making in our lifetimes when we've okay, like, yeah. been mm-hmm. conscious and paying attention to film. Um, but, like, his older filmography is, like, pretty diverse and, like, really interesting. Um... And I think he's just so difficult to work with. I think he must. Is that be like? <laughs> is that a thing that is known that Tom Cruise is difficult probably. to work with? Oh yeah! Can you imagine working with Tom Cruise? I don't know he's, what Tom probably, Cruise is like. He's probably really full of himself. But I do think it's funny that I'm looking at his filmography in the year after I was born, is the year Mission Impossible came out. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, since Thanks I was that born, that was the catalyst for yeah. what Tom Cruise became. Um. So I think we're gonna take a little mini break from our Tom Cruise discussion. Um, we're gonna play Midnight Celebrity by Acid Priest. Cool. I thought it was fitting because of the name, mostly. Um, followed by Ben by Mirpois, who is playing at Chindig in a couple weeks, which will be really exciting. So enjoy those. Then we're playing a couple community messages. And yeah. That magazine from CITR 101.9 FM presents a showcase of emerging Vancouver-based hip-hop artists Friday, November 18th at the Media Club. The lineup is comprised of some of the most talked about and should be talked about hip-hop artists in Vancouver. Including So Loki, Missy D, Romy, Something August, Spotty Joseph, and Freeman Young. The CITR's Crimes and Treasons DJing and MCing this 19 plus event. We them boys! 
Be sure to come check us out. We're Crimes and Treasons Radio. We're going to be hosting and DJing at the Media Club. Be sure to come check us out. Crimes and Treasons. For more information and tickets, visit discorder.ca. It's the biggest musical competition in the country. CITR is hosting our 33rd annual Shindig. It's a battle of the bands at Pat's Pub every Tuesday night. We've curated 27 rad bands to compete for the title. Who will take the crown from last year's winners late spring? Come to find out. Fun fact, at this year's Shindig, there'll be fun facts for beers. Thanks to this year's sponsors, AMS Events, Backline Musician Services, Canadian Music Week, Discorder, Fader Master Studios, Rain City Recorders, Mint Records, Music Waste, Nimbus Recording, Thunderbird Radio Hell, Sixcent Press, Silver Fox Postering, Van Merch Canada, Blue Light Studios, Zulu Records, Bernie Brewing, and Print Print. Come out this week, November 8th, to see Yeast, Jerk in the Can, and Jericho. listening to CHR 101.9 FM. This is The Real World with Dama and Dora. And today we are joined by Michael. Michael. <laughs> Michael. Hola. Um, today we were talking about Tom Cruise. Honestly, there's only so much you can say about Tom without, yeah. <laughs> without getting angry. We yeah. already said all these things. We've already gotten pretty worked up about it. So I think it's about time that we just talk about 
something else. Yeah, we're going to move on to something very important and near and dear to our hearts, seeing as this is the UB Film Society's radio show. We're going to talk about UBC Film Society. Oh my god, it's Woo! amazing. We have like a bunch of stuff coming up. Probably the biggest thing is on Sunday, we have um, our master workshop, which is going to be really good. We we've been doing a bunch of productions workshops so if you're interested in making a film come on sunday um michael has been attending which has been awesome um, been awesome because i was there <laughs> yeah no that, that is why otherwise i, I just sit there and i listen they love it <laughs> good um but yeah so we teach people how to make a film so we kind of start out with pre-production they go on to like actual filming and this weekend we're doing both of those and then people are going to shoot a little mini trailer and then edit them in the labs which will be really fun really cool I'm really excited about it. And then next term, we're just going to make the movies. So with yeah. all of the knowledge that people have gotten this term, we're going to actually produce two short films uh, with scripts made by the people that have been going to these workshops. Mm. So it's just very exciting. Lots of fun. Um, yeah, that's like productions. Productions is great. Yeah, that's probably the biggest thing that's happening um, right now. Except... On November 16th, we have our first trivia night. Trivia night! <laughs> I'm so excited that there was so much work. It wasn't work. It was just so much frustration over actually, like, getting the space for this event. I have never been more excited for anything in my entire life, probably, I would say. Um, it's going to be freaking awesome. Yeah, trivia night is something that, like, I've been asked about f throughout my whole time in Film Sock. Like, oh, does Film Sock do trivia nights? And it's like, no, we yes, don't. We uh, do. Yeah, and then we decided to listen to the people. And now, after a lot of Dora's hard work trying to <laughs> trying to get us a space, we actually Don't managed stop. to make it happen. And, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be on the 16th from 4 to 6 at the Gallery 2.0. Yeah, we're going to be trying to have them bi-weekly, which will be really fun. Um, come with a friend. Um, it's $3.00. That's like a loose. We're we're workshopping that. We're still that. figuring out if we're actually going to do three dollars because change is annoying to carry around. Um, so you can make that. it five dollars. <laughs> five dollars <laughs> is too much. Um, but winners are going to get a free plate of flat, free free plate of fries. My gosh, and maybe a little extra beverage on the side. Um, this is a Sold. 19 plus event. Yeah, 19 plus. Sorry about that. Because there's alcohol involved. We're so sorry. That You can only have trivia with alcohol. Yeah, yeah. otherwise, what's the point? You, you need alcohol. Um, <laughs> I've actually never been to a trivia night. Me neither. So I'm excited to see it. That's a lie. I actually just remembered I went to a trivia night with my great aunt one time. Oh, wow. It wasn't fun. It must have been an experience. It was weird. Because you went with your great aunt. What did you expect? Uh, that's fair. Um, but yeah, it it was weird. I'm hoping it's not like that. Um, <laughs> it's not. It's a bunch of hip college students that love film. And alcohol. Yeah. And win winning combos, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited. It's going to be so much fun. So that's Wednesday, November 16th. It's the first one. And then they're every other week after that until um, I think the first week of December. Is, so. it, is it film trivia or is it? Yeah. yeah film, film trivia. trivia. Not... Um, someone asked me if it was going to be like Hollywood or international film. And I was like. I don't know, like maybe a it's little bit of It's international film and no one knows anything. Yeah, and then I win it all. Oh, yeah. Um, but come with a partner and, and do it. You can do it alone, but that's what's fun. So bring Well, it. you can join random groups in the thing. We'll figure it out. We're going to make it really fun. We still have time to figure it out. Hells yeah. Um, so that's happening pretty soon. And then um, actually the next day we're having a pretty cool screening of No Men Beyond This Point. Which I'm is like, so excited for that. Yeah, me too. The what? movie looks really weird. It was played in VIF. Um, it's about like a world where like the patriarchy has been like totally demolished. Like there are barely any men remaining. Yeah. This is a mockumentary. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's shot like a documentary, but it's obviously not real. And it's just, it's hilarious. Like, the women are just completely ruling the world, like raising children only with women, and all of the men are kind of like seen as this like horrible group. It's funny because like there's a point in the trailer where there's a little girl and she looks out the window and she sees like a guy crossing the street. She's like, "Mom, there's a man!" <laughs> oh, it's hilarious! I'm super excited for this screening. Yeah, really fun. That's gonna be on the seventeenth at seven in the performance um, theater, just in the nest. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna yeah. be really fun. And we're doing it with the AUS, so Arts Undergraduate really cool. Society. Yeah. Um. So if you're an undergraduate or graduate or not or in arts, fun. yeah, or not in arts, just do it. Just come because it's gonna be fun. And Google the movie because it's pretty cool. <laughs> the trailer is really funny. 
Super funny. So, yeah. Um, and then, finalement, that was awful. <laughs> um, every once in a while, I try to speak French, and I'm like, you shouldn't do Just that anymore. Stop. <laughs> um, but I say we, the same thing in French class. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know, though. At least you're not kidding yourself, unlike me. Um, but on December 4th, Film Talk is having its annual Big Little Skip Beer Garden at the Rio Theater. Oh, I'm movie. so excited. It's our first time at the Rio. It's our first time doing, like, a beer garden. Mm-hmm. With beer. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Do not bring that up. I mean, the people need to know. We did Jumanji uh, a couple weeks ago. It was, like, fun. It was whatever, but it was I wasn't. still enjoyed it. I still love that movie. Yeah, it, it, was, a fun, it yeah. was a fun event, but we didn't have any alcohol, so lots Which, of people didn't show up. It made it pretty tough. Yeah. A little bit. But we're excited for the Rio. We're excited for Big Lebowski. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's not in November as usual, but it's almost November. And I think the Big Lebowski is yeah. a perfect film to like drink alcohol to. <laughs> Truly. I fully agree. It's just great. And we're super excited for it. So, yeah. Um, I think we're just about ready <laughs> to <laughs> wrap this up then. Okay. Um, so, this has been The Real World with Dama and Dora. Um, I just want to explain to the listeners, I am not Dama. I'm Dora. We think it's really funny, but I don't know if other no, people... No, no. My radio name is Dora, but my real name is Dama. Also, don't get me confused with any other Michaels in the studio. He's just Michael. 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 Michael is his radio name. Um, so thanks so much for tuning in. And shout, shout out to Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> that was so creepy. That was very, like, PBS Kids. Um, I'm just going to play um, Salty by Ty Collins off their album ty collins so enjoy that thank you so much for listening up next is dave dave radio with radio dave um he's a really awesome programmer been doing it for a while so you are definitely in amazing hands so enjoy thanks for tuning in
Come and feel our positive energy at Valandafa Fellowship. Valandafa, also called